What's up, everybody? This episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things is sponsored by STL Succulents. This is a business by a woman named Stephanie, and she creates handmade succulent arrangements. Um, I actually received one as a gift last year for my birthday from Charlie, and it had a lot of cool-looking succulents in it, and they are growing. It's February now that my birthday was back in April. They are still growing. Uh, it's easy to take care of. Very important. I have a black thumb and I have not killed it yet. This is very important. So if you were looking for some lovely flower arrangements, some succulent arrangements for your home that are easy to take care of, uh, give Stephanie a call. You can find her online at www.stlsucculents.com. Hi, I'm Charles. I'm Christine. And, and we, we eat stuff. stuff. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. I'm Christine Guthrie from We Eat Stuff. Welcome! In this podcast, our aim is to interview folks related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating who we want to know more about. This week's interview features Patrick Devine. My favorite animal was a tiger growing mm-hmm. up, so I'm like, I'm going to live with tigers. So Patrick has a pretty cool bio of everything that's happened to him since high school. He went to the Art Institute in Houston and got a degree in culinary arts. And then he also kind of talks to us about everything, all the jobs he had in the past, which are sort of funny. Um, he returned back to St. Louis and his first job was at the Ritz-Carlton and there he worked for I guess he said about six or seven years and that's where he met Chef Simone Four and together the two of them traveled to La Patisserie Choquette where Patrick is now and he is the assistant pastry chef at La Choquette. Thank you guys so much for listening and Please enjoy our interview with Patrick. Thanks, guys. Hi, Patrick. Hi. What's going on? Uh, nothing. Enjoying How are you Sunday today? with you. How am I? Yeah. I I'm well. Good. Uh, a little stressed. Yeah. It's holiday season, which mm-hmm. means indeed pies. it is. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of pies. <laughs> Lots of pies. Mm-hmm. I just checked with Simone on my way over here. She said, uh, normally we'll we'll close Thanksgiving orders on mm-hmm. Saturday at the end of business, but mm-hmm. she's taking orders right now until the end of the day today. So oh, cool. My list that uh, I stayed to tally all of the orders for all the pies is growing. So yeah. part of that organizational mindset that I have of mm-hmm. wanting to know what I'm walking into is now just like checked out the window <laughs> for the day. Very is uh, is Simone kind of the uh, force of uh, creativity and chaos in the uh, kitchen? You're kind of where you. A hundred percent. Yes. I do my best to wrangle it, you know, but at the same time, like, part of part of the beauty of what Shiket is is that that uh, personality that Simone sure. has. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The fact that that is what makes us 
well known or popular or successful as her her creative mindset. Absolutely. Yeah, we actually had her here for a podcast before. Yeah. And you probably listen to that as well, but just uh, mm-hmm. we uh, just were kind of amazed by the depth of her character, which is a very fascinating person. Oh, definitely. Um, I've had the opportunity to work with like a good handful of chefs, especially mm-hmm. um, when I started at the Ritz Carlton. Mm-hmm. And she was the one where, I mean, most chefs are pretty demanding, mm-hmm. you know, but she she had such like a constructive criticism to it but I felt like we just connected for some reason Mm -hmm. it was probably over some lame like Dave Chappelle or Kevin Hart joke that I made (laughs) and she got it and I was like this is the one this is the one that I'm gonna stick with for Mm. the next you know however many years so who are you who am I yeah uh right now pastry chef is a big one dad for the mm-hmm. last almost year mm-hmm. year and a quarter year and a half i'd like to call myself a photographer mm-hmm. but that your pictures are very nice amateur i say amateur always mm-hmm. um but hopefully like you know growing in that um i don't know christ follower mm-hmm. yeah. except for today i didn't go to church but oh, hey pop-ups yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pop-ups yeah, have yeah. that yeah. Or holiday season. Those happen. Well, yeah. the kitchen is your church sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of prayers said over uh, uh, actually baking is, items. Yeah. There actually is a church of the Saint of Rising Dough or something like that. Really? Um, Saint Mary of the Rising Dough. <laughs> it is something that connects baking with following Christ. Huh. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure what the whole story is. It, it, it's somewhere in like, Tucson or something. I can't remember where it's at, but yeah. It's something like the, the Church of Saint Mary and the Rising Dough, or it's. It it's definitely a religious experience at times, yeah. and sometimes not so much. Yeah, yeah. You know, what the yeast giveth and the yeast giveth. Exactly. Take away, take <laughs> sometimes away. the yeast taketh away, <laughs> and painfully so. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, hey, waffles. Oh, there you go. Oh, waffles. Hi. Buddy. He's so friendly. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, all her podcasts have people talking about waffles. Turn. He's generally doing some kind of antics or being friendly. Some sort of <laughs> you doggy. Yay. You. Is he this nice to everyone? Not everyone, but some people just goes yeah. nuts over. All some right. people are more dog people than others. Yeah, yeah I'm so definitely that's a cool. dog he's person. He's a wiener dog. Oh, really? Yeah. Is, is it a mini? Is a uh... yeah? He's a mini, so he's about fifteen pounds. He's not. Nice. He's not waffle size. Well, waffles is half corgi, so he's a little extra sturdy. Yeah. Extra massive, so. Yeah, yeah my my uh, mini dachshund. His name's Max. Nice. So he's a good guy. He doesn't have back problems or anything. Does Nothing he? we've noticed. Okay. Uh, he yeah. is a little aggressive with his back, though. He'll jump up and down from things when he probably shouldn't. Yeah. We probably got to start enforcing steps, mm-hmm. putting mm-hmm. the mini steps up. Because he's fine now, and he's part corgi, they're a little more sturdy, but they, they still have back problems, too. Yeah, yeah. So. We, we deal with that every so often, but we mm-hmm. found a good uh, vet who actually does chiropractics. For dogs? Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow, neat. Mm-hmm. Especially dogs like this that maybe a little bit longer mm-hmm. in the torso or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does like, she's like a pet whisperer kind of thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. She's so weird. She holds like this wand and shakes it and then says, okay, yes, you need this medication and this. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Try to ignore that. I'm like, just crack his bones back into place. He'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. What is her name? Her name is uh, Dr. Ava Frick. Oh, okay. And she's cool. out in Eureka. She gotcha. does stuff with horses and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Oh cool. Very neat. Yeah, well, I'm kind of hoping the fact that he's a mixed breed that made 
some of the genetic faults are kind yeah. of evened out a little bit. Hey, bud. But still just with these long <laughs> facial stitches. He's like, is that, is that Coco? Yeah, probably yeah, Liggy. Yeah, guess so. Oh, yeah, speaking of that, you brought us something. I did, now, so... Now, you can't serve us because you have a dog in you. I know, I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, what you, would you bring for us? So, I brought you a little sample, maybe a, a, an up, upscale version of what we normally serve oh in the shop mm. at Shuket. Oh, okay, guess what? This isn't approved, for you. Yeah. So, yeah, this is our hot chocolate. Maybe. Yeah. Be, yep. I have a little pour. You're probably better okay. pourer than me. Got it. I tend to spill things. I'm very <laughs> yeah. good at spilling things. <laughs> so, um, what was that mine of his? A lot, a lot of times we'll just do like a straight up, but this one actually has a little bit of uh, cinnamon, mm. some chili powder. You're fine. Oh, I'm sorry. So this one's like a zakalabo? Some orange zest. A what? Zakalabo is a drink. Mexican oh. hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mexican hot chocolate, for sure. Mm. Um, and it's got a little mm. bit of our, uh, we have a 65% Colombian chocolate. That's very good. Cheers. Cheers, yeah. Sweet. Thank you so much. Is this a, there you go. <laughs> is this a seasonal thing you guys have at Shokai right Definitely. Nice. So, That's good. Uh, yesterday I was trying to do some mm. turducken prep to get ready for mm. special orders this week. And I it's had to really go good. up like every half hour to make somebody mm. hot chocolate. Mm. Mm. You guys are actually making turduckens? Mm-hmm. Turducken croissants. Mm. Oh, I had some. Have you had that yet? I think, I think no. We, no, I think we had it last time. Okay. You I assume pretty much everyone knows what a turducken is. Tell us what your turducken croissant is. So the turducken croissant, um, we take roasted turkey, duck, and chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, some of our our cornbread that mm-hmm. is Simone's grandmother's mm-hmm. recipe. Mm-hmm. And then we do like a, a trinity, if you're familiar with mirepoix. Yeah. So uh-huh. we do a trinity mm-hmm. with the peppers yep. and yeah. celery. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that all gets made into essentially like a dressing mm-hmm. and folded into the croissant. And put a little cranberry orange in there. Wow, that sounds really good. French yeah. fried onions on top and gravy and pour it over. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. It's a nice sweet and savory. At the it's same like time. a cool. It's like a chipotle burrito yeah. of a croissant. For sure. Yeah. 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 Cool. But it's good. I had an idea one time of making that tofu turducken. Oh the yeah. And it was called, called <laughs> the turducken. Yeah, because that's turducken. Is that wow? How do you, okay. I, th- I thought I made up. I that saw too. a video of a woman. Making it on uh, Facebook. Oh wow! I, see, I, that's my that's one of my I used to stand. That's one of my lines it's about the turf fucking. Yeah. Apparently, apparently that's uh, someone else came up with it. Or they saw me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that you got me it. pretty good when I yeah. saw that. Nice. She was she was bashing all the meat eating the people. Mm. It's good. I like it. Yeah. Are you uh, at uh, La Patisserie Choquette? You guys get a long line for some of these specials, don't you? Yeah, with the, oh, what is it? I was just talking about it yesterday, the donut. The phonut. Cronuts, or those things? Yeah, we call it the phonut. Yes, Not the phonut. Most popular, what was that, like two, three years ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did it, yep. um, I think we did maybe do like one year where we had maybe in the fall season, and then mm-hmm. we picked it up again six to 12 months later, but mm-hmm. it was definitely just something we were kind of like, We'll have fun and play along with something if it's like a trend or a pop culture, just because. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Not trying to necessarily claim it for ourselves, but um, it definitely <laughs> we had a line around the building yep. for that. Yeah. And then 
you know, once you know stuff that kind of dies off in popularity a little bit, it's like, all right, you know, it's not necessarily, like, yeah. really feasible to yeah. do anymore. Hmm. How long have you been at Showcat for? Since the Open. Since the oh, opening? Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, four? F- almost four years? How long has it been? Almost four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Technically four in mm-hmm. that um, <clears throat> Simone and I left the Ritz. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the at the very end of mm. October, so mm-hmm. but we were doing like test kitchen stuff in mm-hmm. the uh, upstairs part of Elia. Mm-hmm. Mm. They have a little kitchenette that's about the size of this room. Yeah, with uh, you know like your regular oven and mm-hmm. dishwasher and everything. And mm-hmm. Basically, I was testing out chouquet recipes, like the actual chouquet, mm-hmm. yep. and Simone would yell at me like that wasn't as good as yesterday. <laughs> Throw it away. Oh, <laughs> it was very nerve wracking. Yeah. But, uh, no, it was, it was a good time, like, looking back on it, but just doing some trial recipes, and then we were, uh, doing some of the pastry menu for Elia mm. as they were opening, and basically waiting on construction. Gotcha. Because it always is something where we had hoped to be open in time for, yes. you know, the holidays and that year. And you never know. And then it was February, yeah. so. Yeah. Okay. So what sort of places have you worked in town or out of town? Well, um, I'd say first restaurant industry job uh, is one of those that's a competitor of Ted Drew's, mm-hmm. Soaky Freeze. Oh, have you guys yeah. heard of it? Oh. Yes, I have. Out I in the have. county? Yep. Oh. Yeah. So I'm from Eureka, mm-hmm. grew up, uh, born and raised there, never lived anywhere else really, aside from culinary school and college mm-hmm. down in Houston. Mm-hmm. But uh, got a job at Silky Freeze mm-hmm. as a sixteen-year-old, you know, free ice cream and hanging out. It was yep. a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my cousin Pete, who's also been involved in the restaurant industry in various aspects around St. Louis, uh, he was working at this restaurant in Arnold, and so I got on there doing like busboy, host, Mm -hmm. dishwash on the weekends kind of thing, Mm -hmm. um, just to make a little bit of money and get some cash tips or whatever, uh, before going off to culinary school. Mm -hmm. So I did, uh, my, my stint with a culinary arts degree at the Art Institute in Houston. Mm. And as they were finishing that program, they added on, uh, the baking and pastry. Mm And so I just had to take uh, six more classes, like all the specialty pastry classes, mm-hmm. basically. So six more months, then I had another associate's degree. Um, and then uh, immediately <laughs> moved back here. Mm. But while I was down there, uh, I did some work with a catering company at the Houston Zoo, mm. which everyone was like, oh, what do you do? Like, feed steaks to the tigers? <laughs> 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 they... They had events and stuff, but I went from that, uh, once I started in the pastry program, I got on at Grand Lux Cafe Mm -hmm. down there near the Galleria, Mm. which is, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but it's like a sister company to Cheesecake Factory. Oh, okay. Mm. Similar menu, but maybe a little more, like, they have some additional items, too, Mm -hmm. so. uh, I worked on the weekend evenings there, myself and another guy, and it was a, I think it was a 300-seat restaurant. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And very dessert heavy. Mm -hmm. They have 30 menu items. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I got my butt kicked big time Mm. and thought I never want to do that again. Mm. 
And then back here, I I tried calling uh, Niche to see if they needed anybody mm-hmm. in pastry mm-hmm. and ended up uh, speaking with Matt Rice on the phone mm-hmm. for a minute. And he was like, no, I don't really need an assistant. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Uh, but mm-hmm. they, they directed me to Josh Galliano, who was mm-hmm. over at American Place at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did some prep cook stuff over there. It was basically like a few months mm-hmm. on and uh he he knew that I still wanted like I had a desire to do pastry mm-hmm. but it was kind of like one of those times a year where it wasn't really like super busy for mm-hmm. everybody so they sent me over I did a stage at Sydney Street for a night but they mm-hmm. didn't really have much of a pastry program at the mm-hmm. time this was before um Chef Christie you know, came on over there, Christy Augustine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went over to Tureen and worked with Dave Owens mm-hmm. for a minute. And then while I was there, I got a call back from the Ritz that um, I just kind of haphazardly filled out an application for them. Mm. I was 21, just thought, hey, this, everybody said that this was like a place that actually did a lot of pastry work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that turned into a seven-year uh job mm. like building my career in the hotel company nice. and with chef simone Wolfenberg. and that's where i met okay. simone mm-hmm. gotcha so i got in there in 2006 and she mm-hmm. came in 2009 gotcha mm. okay and from there is where uh we worked for a while mm-hmm. our relationship grew and then i was telling her about some opportunity where um my wife's boss had like a space near their dance studio mm-hmm. they're like you could make this like a small shop and do you know baked goods or mm-hmm. smoothies or something and I was like oh I don't really want to do smoothies mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like something to leave the hotel career for yeah. <laughs> and so I was like oh that's funny I was just talking to Ben and uh, he's showing me this spot for, for a bakery like a French patisserie mm-hmm. I'm like awesome that's what I wanted to do since I moved back to mm-hmm. St. Louis so um, mm-hmm. at that point like it seemed like a good fit because Simone and I had similar idea of style Mm -hmm. and I had, you know, much more training under my belt, Mm -hmm. you know, a couple, like a French chef came through the hotel, so Mm -hmm. he definitely kicked my butt. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I said, okay, well, uh, I'm going to work for you. (laughs) (laughs) And so I like forced my way onto her staff and (laughs) here we are. Yeah. Good deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's pretty much where we exclusively know you from. Yeah. So, awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, the <clears throat> The hotel industry is great because you get such um, expansive, like, reach of experience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have fine dining, room service, mm-hmm. we did large banquets for, mm-hmm. you know, 800, sometimes, I think the biggest one wow. was maybe like 8 to 1,000, but... Mm-hmm. Um, so you get to do a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And so being able to go from that to Chouquette is definitely a different challenge, mm-hmm. but you feel like, okay, you can call the shots here. Simone and I, um, like obviously it's her call and everything, but mm-hmm. she allows me quite a bit of input, mm-hmm. especially on like, um, you know, the individual desserts and entremets and stuff. She's mm-hmm. like, go for it. If I don't like it, I'll tell you basically. <laughs> it's not like any hard feelings. It's sure. her shop. Yeah. Um, but my point was, uh, 
at the hotel, especially a company like Ritz Carlton, take quite a bit of pride, sure. and they have reason to. But you feel when you're in that environment, you're kind of in a bubble, mm-hmm. and you feel like everything I'm doing is the best, and why don't more people know about it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's also like you have to come into a building to go to this restaurant and experience mm-hmm. it. Where I feel like most people rather go to like, you know. Niche or Elia or sure. Sydney Street sure. or one mm-hmm. like a place that people are talking about. Right. Nobody's sure. talking about the grill at the Ritz Carlton. Right. Sure. Even though you have very talented cooks there. Yep. Sure. Um, Simone's husband is one of the chefs over there at the yes. Ritz. So yeah. very talented uh, staff. You just don't get that exposure that mm-hmm. you wish you could. So sure. being able to come to Shukat was another opportunity for Simone to make a name for herself in mm-hmm. St. Louis mm-hmm. and for me to piggyback that as long as I possibly can. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Mm. And then, I mean... And now guys... I'm here with you guys. Yeah, yeah cool. there you, you know, go. Finally that wouldn't it. happen yeah. if I stayed at the Ritz. <laughs> That's right. This, it's all worth it. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we actually uh, got to meet someone's husband. Uh, they had a... It was like Valentine's Day, right? Yeah, earlier this year. They had a special year. dinner mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's very... Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were you actually there or... No, just doing a little bit of prep for it or whatever, mm-hmm. talking about menu stuff. Yep. Because mm-hmm. Simone was there too, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm not yep. mistaken. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Both the fours were... It's like a husband-wife... Yeah, they're yeah. putting night, together a meal. Night, uh-huh. Night, yeah. Yep. in love. Doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. No, Damien is awesome. Yep. Um, Very talented. I haven't had the opportunity to have enough of his food, mm-hmm. but it's also one of those things where like, do I want to go back to the hotel? there you go Mm. so what do you want to be when you were a kid many things Uh, as far as I can remember I think around five or six my my grandfather was really into trains so Mm -hmm. I I had a a minute where I thought I was going to be a train conductor Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then you get older and you're like well that doesn't sound exciting (laughs) um I I wanted to work with animals for a while, like maybe do like a, a zoology degree. I loved, my favorite animal was a tiger growing mm-hmm. up, so I'm like, I'm going to work with tigers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I had a moment where I thought weather was really cool, so let's be mm-hmm. a meteorologist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can be wrong and still get paid. <laughs> oh, there <geez>. you go. <laughs> uh, and then probably in high school, um, I had... I had applied to a couple colleges for a psychology degree, mm-hmm. and then decided I think I want to cook instead. Yeah, I mm-hmm. don't want to have like an office job. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But it's a struggle, you know. Like, you think about. I I don't think I could feasibly be, in this industry for my entire career. It's, sure. It's, pretty taxing on your body, and, mm-hmm. um, but at the same time, I don't see how I could like ever have an office job I like being on my feet yeah true interacting with people Mm -hmm. um great food available at all times Mm -hmm. so kind of like the paradox of the the industry yeah yeah that's true so did you when you first went to college it was for a culinary degree yes okay yeah that my extent of education Mm -hmm. lies in the culinary field gotcha yeah did you guys cook a lot growing up or do you have any memories of what you guys did i think like i don't want to say it's necessarily traditionally maybe so but mm-hmm. um my dad was like 
the grill, barbecue, mm-hmm. burgers, yep. all that. Mm-hmm. My mom did all the stuff, you know, like whatever dishes coming out of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Um, her family, I think, really. I got the experience of new flavors from her. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was a manager at Ridge Meadows um, Elementary School out in, I guess, Wildwood, Ellisville area. Mm-hmm. So um, she loved to cook. She, you know, loved kids, so she would, like, greet them and stuff. And then mm-hmm. also was, like, really into those Deerbrook's cooking classes. Mm-hmm. So she would come home with, like, all her printouts mm-hmm. of the recipes that they did. And yep. we were, like, the guinea pigs yep. of that. Gotcha. So do you so have siblings? I have a younger brother. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Peyton. He is a sophomore at Missouri State. Mm-hmm. There's almost a 12-year difference uh, between us. Mm-hmm. So I got that experience growing up of being, like, an only child for mm-hmm. quite a while. Yeah. But then having a brother is pretty awesome, so I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. That's okay. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> there are yeah. two of you guys. I have yeah. a brother. Cool, cool. And he's great. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a younger brother, He's going too. into uh, uh, nursing. Oh, so. very good. Oh, nice choice. Yeah. So I'm like, nice. all right, tough hours. Tough career. Better pay, though. Probably. Yeah, much better pay. He's like, I'll be able to pay my bills. Yeah. Like, yes, you will. Yes, you will. I'll be moving in with you soon. Brotherly love. Yeah. That's it. Oh, <laughs> Do you have any stuff that you make at Choquette that you're especially proud of or that you have, quote-unquote, invented? Um, the one I'm most proud of is The Darkness, but I did not uh, invent it. Uh, yeah. Simone made that. Pretty money, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she she was doing some recipe testing on that, and I was like, I've never seen a chocolate chocolate croissant in my mm-hmm. life. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably my favorite, mm-hmm. visually and like making it wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taste is up there too, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise. I think just the opportunity to uh, get to do kind of whatever I want mm-hmm. on, especially that cold case. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like doing different mousses and entremets mm. and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's some stay on the menu for a while because I'll see like they're actually, you know, go over well or they're popular mm-hmm. and some, some don't. So it's kind of uh, an exercise in utility of you know what product we have mm-hmm. that needs to get used mixed in with seasonality and assuming I have time which I don't especially this time of year yeah um trying to take inspiration from other uh pastry people that either I'm inspired by or or look up to and see if we can implement you know something that is visually exciting as well mm-hmm. um but fortunately, you have a lot of people, even locally, that can inspire stuff like that. Pastry um, is really growing in St. Louis, so yeah. it's good. I think it maybe even helps our case. Yeah. Some people come in and say, like, oh, this pastry shop just opened. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> like, it's great. There's another pastry shop. Yeah. It means that St. Louis is open and excited to something different. Growing. You know? Yeah, growing big time. Yeah. Um, it means I can try and sneak in a weird flavor of one of my, <laughs> like, 
we love black sesame and like Japanese inspired yeah. flavors and you know maybe people weren't open to that mm-hmm. five ten years ago sure. now they're like oh black sesame and passion fruit great mm-hmm. matcha tea cer- certainly nice. yeah, you go back yeah you go back to 2009 a lot of the stuff was not going on yeah it really has blossomed it's kind of amazing big time mm-hmm. um even like the neighborhood that we're in over there on the corner of Tower mm-hmm. Grove McCree yeah um, there's nothing there yeah, someone's like, oh, the shop's going to be on Tower Grove. I'm like, awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, like, closer to the park, maybe closer to, like, Grand, South right. Grand, or whatever. And then we saw a spot, and I drove by, and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trust yeah. and put faith in these people and in what Ben was doing on, you know, the other side of the street, and then branched into uh, Old Standard, now Nixta. Mm-hmm. So it's been really great, like, seeing how much that area has changed and even more now um, all the stuff that's planned or coming in on the Vannevener side Mm -hmm. like in in the Grove Mm -hmm. like our area is pretty hot now yeah Yeah, it is nice to see Ikea people come down for that so Mm -hmm. we're like go to the Botanical Garden (laughs) (laughs) whatever drive right by yeah yeah it is good neighborhood I like it do you live in the city no, no. in Eureka. <laughs> Actually, I'm out in Lake St. Louis. Oh, oh wow. okay. okay, cool. <laughs> Even yeah. further. Gotcha. That's yeah. okay, though. Yeah, someone told me there's a good restaurant out in Lake St. Louis. I can't remember which one it was, though. Uh, Please tell me. Yeah. So <laughs> I can go there. <laughs> someone told me, I was like, oh, yeah, you should check it out. Yeah, and then I forgot which one it was. I don't know. Pizza restaurant, maybe? Maybe it was. I don't know. I don't know, because Mike lives out there. Someone told me something's really out there that's really nice. I can't remember what it was. We'll figure it out. I know Stone Soup Cottage is out there. Like, they're really mm-hmm. well known, but that's more on, like, the Cottleville side, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. Cottleville's pretty hot. Um, to me, like, people are like, oh, just go to Highway K. Mm-hmm. And it's the same as, you know, driving down certain parts of Manchester. It's just like, okay, which chain restaurant yeah, do you yeah. want to go stuff. to? Yeah, sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I mean, maybe it's more of a rise of kind of like a, uh, Double income, no kids in St. Louis, and then part of the reason we're yeah. right. This is a lot of yeah. my friends. They ask, I ask, how do you have, how do you go to all these restaurants? I say, oh wait, you don't have kids, do you? Yeah. You know, they say they think they think they're getting these fancy restaurants. The kids are going to have a meltdown. Mm-hmm. You know, in a place, and uh, you know, so I try to be very, you know, understand when someone brings in a kid and the kid goes insane. Just like let the kid do the, be insane. But, yeah. But uh, definitely make it a, a little dirty look here. But we'll, <laughs> we'll tell them to, to take the kid out. You know. Be going with your, your spawn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a learning curve with that. I mean, um, our daughter being a little bit over a year old now, um, mm-hmm. we thought, you know, being new parents, that the first six months or whatever were going to be really tough. But mm-hmm. no, if you can just nail that nap time down, <laughs> you're like, just be quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll take you in while you're asleep mm-hmm. and whatever. But now it's like, She's in a high chair. I have mm-hmm. to have either some food ready for her or mm-hmm. books. She really likes books, so it's it's tough. Um, we've eaten out a few times, but I think since she's been alive, yeah. since I've been a dad, um, we've gone out like maybe three, four times. Like mm. just my wife and I. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like try to do that for birthdays or. Whatever. Yeah. So, I get a little jealous and seeing, like, you guys go out, and I'm like, man, that'd be cool to hit, like, the new 
the new restaurant or the yeah. pop up or yeah, whatever. Us with all disposable income. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm like, I guess not I'm, true, guys. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have all. <laughs> I guess we took that time for granted a little bit. I yeah, mean, sure. Being able to eat out, so I don't know if your guys' family planning. I don't need to know. We got that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. A little well, free just, <laughs> just enjoy every moment. For sure. Yeah. How long were you guys married before trip. you had your kid? Um, I met my wife in high school. Wow. So we've been together mm-hmm. since 2002. Wow. No, 2001. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like mm. December 2001-ish. Well, you went to high school in 2001? Yeah, I graduated. <laughs> I graduated in 03. Oh, boy, I'm old. Oh, boy. <laughs> Jeez. I graduated in 03. She graduated in 02. Um, but we're only like six seven months apart yeah um and then i think we i think we were dating until so from then until 2008 mm. we got mm. married. Cool. i got uh i was in a car accident on my way home from the ritz one night yeah. i got hit by a drunk driver Jeez. and woke up in the hospital not really any like scratches or anything mm-hmm. i had maybe a fractured rib mm. or something mm. and i was like Okay, uh, I guess it's time to propose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What am I waiting for? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Mm. It's yeah. an interesting story. Yeah, you? very interesting. Mm. Don't drive drunk. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Bad. Are you uh, Bad. planning to have more children? I don't know. Um, mm. I mean, I think we always thought two or three, but... One is pretty full right now, so that's what we hear from. Gonna our ride friends. that out for yeah. a minute. Yeah, well, there's like seven billion people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then the income part comes in yeah. too, you know. Yeah, it's, I think we got you got we got some spare humans around. We don't need yeah. to have more add to the pile, <laughs> right? To say, but that sounds terrible. That's not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> know, Look, children are a blessing. Yeah, be fruitful and multiply. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to change the subject back. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, talk to us about your photography. Ooh. What you you call your amateur photography. I may not call it that, but yeah. it's definitely amateur. I don't yeah. have any professional training. Mm-hmm. Um, Neither do we. So, you guys like to take pictures. Mm-hmm. I like to take pictures. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of it's where fun. it starts. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'd say the the biggest kickstart was probably Instagram. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Not to be like too cliche, you know. Everybody's a photographer now. <laughs> yep. Uh, I got on there pretty early, like maybe within the first six months mm-hmm. or a year of the app. Mm-hmm. And then I got a camera for Christmas mm-hmm. from my wonderful in-laws. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so shout out to them. Yeah. What type did you get? I have a Nikon that's a D thirty one hundred. Like oh wow, yeah. pretty pretty uh, entry level. Well, it's it's actually not bad. We, we, I started off with D three two hundred. Yeah. And so I mean, it's not a full frame camera, but it actually right. is pretty versatile. Like, yeah, and you need. I get a little camera envy from time to time. Sure. I'm like, oh, I want a full frame, hmm. and then you know, I'll be like, well, I actually paid attention on my settings of this photo, and it mm. came out really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference being like. I think the biggest one right now is that it's, you know, a five, six-year-old camera that I have. So 14 megapixels mm-hmm. then was great. And now mm-hmm. you can get like a 
Sony Cybershot or whatever. Mm. It's got like 22 on it. So sure. I'm like, oh, look, it's so clear. And <laughs> yeah. But uh, probably Instagram. And that turned into, you know, like landscape photography, learning your camera. Hmm. And that turned into me finding out that uh, urban exploring and abandoned buildings were a cool thing. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, shout out to my friend Dennis mm-hmm. and my other friend Jason. But Dennis, uh, my friend Dennis Minner, he's got a photography site and doing very well. But I cool. saw some stuff online and even locally from him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that looks really awesome. I think I'm going to try that. And so I had special permission to photograph a few abandoned buildings or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Dennis and I became friends. I met mm-hmm. a good friend of mine now through an app, which is like really weird. But yeah. Instagram now is way more, I feel like it's way more common or like people yeah. trust Right. That, yeah. but five years ago, I was like, oh, somebody's commenting on my, my pictures. Mm-hmm. This is weird. Yeah, we, <laughs> we actually made a lot of friendships through Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah. probably more so than, that's more, Facebook, where you find people you already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instagram, yeah. where you might meet yeah. someone who's the same person. Or who can I unfriend right now? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> unfollow. Yeah, I don't unfriend, I unfollow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, uh, I had a great interest in that. I still do, it's just... Um, we've managed to shoot a lot of the places in St. Louis, and mm-hmm. some are just like hollowed out shells of, you know, burned down buildings, and that's mm-hmm. not exciting for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's a term of um, oh, it's, it's something porn. It's for a derelict, oh, derelict porn or something like that. It's, it's like yeah, you know, I think so. There's some specific term for it. It's not that. It's like no, what is it? Is it a relic porn? It's a uh, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Anthony Bourdain had a show where he went to Detroit. Mm-hmm. And there's a big building there. It's the Packard mm-hmm. car mm-hmm. plant. I think it's supposedly the largest abandoned mm-hmm. structure in the world. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. shot a bunch of that. And he was referencing huh. the term that you, mm-hmm. neither one of us can remember. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that. And then obviously food photography. Mm-hmm. But that was more out of... Uh, necessity mm-hmm. you know um were you at showcat when you started yeah photography yeah. yeah so and someone was just like hey you got the nicest camera here you go yeah i was <laughs> like all right food food's cool it has textures <laughs> and, <laughs> and colors yeah um and as more you know you notice more businesses started advertising on instagram Definitely. and stuff like that too mm-hmm. and so simone had the instagram account for you know a hot minute like she had started and then, but I had been on there for a while, like with my friends and whatever. And I was like, "Hey, why don't you let me uh, take over on some of that?" So, as I took over, I tried to grow it, you know. And then Simone got a better camera phone, and she got really into it. So now we kind of tag team it. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, she does probably seventy five percent of the posts now mm-hmm. especially the cakes and things like mm-hmm. that sure. um because i'm doing posts for uh ben's places yeah. i kind of hijacked it and was like hey you need an internet presence for mm-hmm. your restaurants mm-hmm. sure. they're great mm-hmm. um so i just started it mm-hmm. um so 
try to keep up with that and then, you know, do the shoe cat ones. But basically it's just, we like food and people need to see it. Sure. Yeah. The, the biggest reward is for the shoe cat page probably. Like we'll have people come in, especially mm-hmm. on Saturdays. Like mm-hmm. I woke up and I was on my phone and scrolling through Instagram and I saw this yep. and I had mm-hmm. to come in. Sure. Nice. And you're like, that's awesome. why we do it. Yeah, yeah so. totally. Yeah, a lot of restaurants don't really quite get that. And they'll post pictures of like yeah. their, their baby. They'll post right. pictures of like uh, some sports guy they really like. And it's like, that doesn't really bring people into your <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> yeah. you know, it doesn't make you want to eat there per se. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's finding a balance of... <laughs> thank you, Waffles. For anyone who's listening, Waffles is giving many kisses to yeah. Patrick here. Yeah. That's fine. I'm used to that from my dog. Uh... Finding a balance of having nice photos that might be a little bit manicured, sure. but also, you know, having some personality to sure, it. Yeah, so yeah, totally. I think we do a pretty good job of that on the shoe cat page. Yeah, I think so too, yeah. Like Simone definitely interjects her personality <laughs> in there. What's going on? Tell me more about it. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, there. you'll see. We'll, we'll do some, uh, we did like the... The Running Man challenge a little while back, like the video nice. and stuff like that. But nice. just we don't really take ourselves too seriously, and so we don't want people <laughs> no, to really? necessarily think we do. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, you know, like restaurant people or chefs or pastry chefs can definitely like have that intense side, sure, too. Because when you need to, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. you're you're running a business, but you also put a lot of pressure on yourself to be successful. Sure. <laughs> Um, and hold yourself to a high standard of quality. So, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. There's chili. Like yeah, it's like a little family portrait there. <laughs> you can't have them. Yeah. yeah, people have threatened to steal our dog before. Oh, really? <laughs> He's like a good it. dog. Yeah, he he is. is. All right, Patrick, How old is I'm gonna, Um. Four years, maybe. Four years. Yeah, we got him a, a little over a year ago. He's a rescue. He's he a rescue. on his age, but you love your family. Yeah. He's pretty cool. He likes dad better. But oh, really? That's okay. Yeah. Well, it was supposed to be her dog. And then the dog instantly bonded with me and ignored her. Yeah. And I was. We get along, though. I've never been a dog person, but I like this dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Nice. Oh, bud. <laughs> I'm going to throw some <laughs> random questions at you now. Okay. All right. Is this like a lightning round kind of oh, thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah. could be that, yeah. Like, you can take like, as long wait, as you wait, need. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Yeah. It could be that, you know, or answer extensively as you need. Yeah. I can edit out long pauses. Okay. Or if you say, um, a um, lot. Uh, um, do you have any TV shows or movies or documentaries that you really like? Oh, so many. Yeah. Oh. Anything you've been binging on lately? Well, I have to give a shout out. Probably the first one I really binged was Breaking Bad. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, just... This uh, show is about math, like, no, and it was amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, before that, though, Lost, oh, yeah. which lost a lot of people Yeah. At, cer- at certain parts. Sure. We saw it through, but at the end, I was like, huh. Breaking oh. Bad was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad Men. Oh, yeah. House mm-hmm. of Cards. Mm. Definitely House of Cards. I'm trying to think lately. We, we started Luke Cage... But I'm only maybe two or three episodes mm. into that, if you're familiar. At all. I've heard of it. I, I, I know about the yet. comic. It's but... based on the comic. Okay. Um, otherwise, I don't know a whole lot about it. Like, mm. I just went into it. Mm. 
without any um, prior knowledge. Mm. Mm. The Walking Dead mm. have been on that since the beginning. Yeah. Mm. Uh, pretty much all of Anthony Bourdain's shows, mm-hmm. like Anthony, yep. Chef's Table. Yep. Has been. Mm. Those are awesome. Mm. Ever watch Mind of a Chef? Yes, and Mind of a Chef. That's probably. My I just wish that they had more. You know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe it was the fact that I binge watched like all of those, and I think they're only thirty minutes at yeah. a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so then I'm like through it. But I thought the shots, the, the cinematography, is just so well done. Just yeah. so subtle yet really evocative, and just yeah, you know, not no video. There's a term like video punch up. Yeah. That I see a lot of times in the video, they'll like someone reverse it, the film for no reason. They'll speed mm-hmm. it up and slow it down. They'll make it black and white. Yeah. For and zoom in and out for really mm-hmm. no discernible reason whatsoever. It might be that's to cover up bad, you know, yeah. film. So you yeah. felt that Mind of a Chef, a little more straightforward. Yeah, there's some little effects, but they were pretty subtle. Yeah. Like one where they, the guy's making a dish, and they had a little sort of spiral thing going around that kind of like very subtly showed as it's changing. As you do. It's, not, it's just very artfully done. Mm-hmm. Not like punch you in the face kind of crazy, yeah. wacky effects. They did have the weird old comic drawing of the guy that's chopped in half. But right. Whatever, that's fine. <laughs> you can do that they want. But, yeah. I... Uh, yeah, I really liked that show. Um, I liked how they portrayed the chefs as well. Yeah. You know, like you mm-hmm. get to see the real side and the inner workings of restaurants and how yeah. these guys think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think April Bloomfield was also how yeah. these gals think as well. Whereas Chef's Table, mm-hmm. it seemed like it's a little more, they follow a certain script, even though it's mm-hmm each chef has their different story mm-hmm. you still felt like okay here's a chef he had a hard time now he's trying to run one of the most well-known restaurants in the world mm-hmm. okay and same thing every single time <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah whereas like ed lee and sean brock those guys are mm-hmm. characters so it's kind of mm-hmm. and uh david chang so oh yeah david chang yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're like all right like Maybe a little bit more relatable. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's just me being like a typical American, being able sure. to relate to other <laughs> American chefs. Sure, sure. I really like the, uh, what was the name of the Swedish chef? Uh, Marcus. Marcus, was that Marcus? Yeah. Maybe. I thought he was very fascinating. Yeah. And stuff he was mm-hmm. doing. Which um, one? Which show was this one? Uh, that was Mind of Chef. chef. Yeah. Or okay. a Scandinavian. Maybe oh, maybe, Swedish. Oh, maybe so. I yeah. don't know. One of the Nordic states. I can't remember his name, yeah. though. Not but, Renee. Was it not Renee Redzepi? Mm, no, I don't think so. Mm. I'm horrible with names, by the way. Even, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, know I usually am in that. I'm just yeah. like firing He kind of looks like Thor. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I think I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, like it went up to the, uh, made almost like a, uh, almost like a, like a piece of ground taken from a forest. Yeah. Yeah, it was a meal. Yeah. You know, it even had like leaves, like stewed leaves uh-huh. on it and mm-hmm. like, you know, stuff like that and like, uh, had like this really interesting honey cocktail he made. Mm-hmm. It was kind of neat to see, kind of to see what he's all about too. Yeah. And how, uh, how what is like cooking in his home country? Like where how right. there's only certain seasons where certain things come up, so everything else has to be pickled. Yeah. Processed like you reuse it again. I would, and seeing stuff like that too makes me so like, yearn for travel. Mm-hmm. You know, especially yeah. places like that. Yeah. Yep. Someday. That are so different. Mm-hmm. From <laughs> yeah. The Midwest. I'm like, look at it, Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. Like you said, this guy literally went out to a snow-covered forest and is mm-hmm. now plating it for yes. people who are spending <laughs> hundreds of dollars. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. Here's some pickles from my cellar from last year. Yes. 
Here's a potato. I've had it in dirt. Yeah, yeah. But it's, I'm sure it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, okay. Marcus, or whatever. <laughs> well, at least, at least you probably... I, I don't forgot his name. Assume, assume, oh, that guy, he's amazing. I don't know what his name is, but he was amazing. Yeah. yeah. looks like Thor. I know, yeah. I know, <laughs> I know exactly who you're, you're talking about now. But yeah, oh, I'm at a loss for his name, too. Mm-hmm. That's okay. All right, question two. Okay. All right, lightning round. Here we go. Um, What's a purchase of something $100 or less that you've made recently that's really positively affected you? In anything, not necessarily wow. related to your work. Uh, I just got these pants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're very nice yeah, jeans. Yeah. Uh, these are personal and work related. So, mm-hmm. they are from American Eagle, and they've got mm-hmm. this new thing where they have like a stretch to them. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah. Maybe they're like jeggings for yeah. men. Yeah, actually, I have a pair of uh, Banana Republic um, traveler jeans. Yeah. They're kind of same thing, where it's basically jeggings for men, but. They don't look that tight. Yeah. It's all loose, but it basically, they, you still feel comfortable with them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They fit well, but I'm usually, like, pretty much all of us wear jeans during mm. this time of year at work. Yeah. And so, being able to, like, get down in the mixer or bend to get our tables and stuff and mm-hmm. not have to worry mm-hmm. about splitting my pants. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, always be, a good that'd thing. That'd be bad for me. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. mm. It's a little, not the right time of year to have an extra breeze yeah. going. Yeah. For sure. All right. Mm. That's good. I like it. I'm sure I could come up with something better. But no, that's, no, that's fine. fine. That's, that's great. Yeah. I like it. Um, what is, if you could be a contestant on any TV game show, which one would you pick? Uh, TV game show. I like the idea of Chopped, but mm-hmm. not being on TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I, I think this works well. Yeah. I've been on camera a couple times, and I'm just like a deer in the headlights. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, uh, charismatic like Simone on, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, holiday baking yeah. championship or yeah. spring mm-hmm. baking championship. Yeah. Kudos <laughs> to her for doing that. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was God. pretty neat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was fun to watch. I think at one point in time I would have flipped off one of the judges and you're like, you know what, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. You don't like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 We definitely like yelled at the TV for her quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but I was just so glad to like see her because oh, yeah. she's such a personality. That's yeah. Like, I'm like, one of these days we'll have a TV show. That's true. Well, yeah, and, and haven't they I'm brought like... her back too to do yeah, yeah secondary things? She and Juliana that? did yeah. another one that was like, I think just like a cake, one of the cake, cake challenge. Cake yeah. challenges. Uh-huh. Awesome. So good for her. Cool. That's awesome. But yeah, I'll be, I don't know if you guys ever watched like, uh, Barefoot Contessa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd totally be like a Jeffrey character, you know? Oh, <laughs> I just like pop in chicken. at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's more of my speed. I know. That whole show is hysterical. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It's Jeff good. Jeff is coming home in 30 yeah. minutes. I'm going to make his favorite. There was one where it was so awkward because yeah. uh, he was working in the office and Ina's making like mm. some recreation of a meal that they had under the Eiffel Tower in Paris mm-hmm. on a yeah. on a trip that they did like thirty years ago. Yeah. She's like, Don't you remember this? And he's like, What? Or what are you She's like, <laughs> We were under the Oh yeah. So bad for is the best though. Uh, that's funny. If you don't have Madagascar bourbon vanilla, regular is fine. <laughs> 
Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank the Lord. Okay. Uh, so, Patrick, where can people find you in person and online? What are all your stats? Um, in person, I am at Shuket. Uh, all the time. Monday, don't come see me because we're closed. Mm. Uh, but every day except Sunday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, online, don't add me on Facebook. Mm. You guys can add me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> uh, on Instagram, I am just at Patrick Divine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think on Twitter, it's Patrick J. Divine. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very good. Mm. Cool. Feel free to find me on there. And for, like, the five people who don't know, what's the address of Shoket? Uh, I believe it's 1626 Tower Grove All Avenue. Right. Good deal. Yeah. Cool. Maybe 1624, but no. Yeah. I think that's... It's at the corner of Tower Grove and... Tower Grove McCree. and McCree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're about two blocks from the Botanical Garden. Yeah. Cool. Just so, all right. So, last question. Do you have any asks or requests for the people listening? Um... Frequent your small businesses and bakeries and mm-hmm. restaurants, mm-hmm. Um, especially this time of year. Uh, everybody's got a big push for holidays, you know, the end of the year, kind of trying to finish on a good note. So support us. You're not just, you know, spending money on, you know, somebody like somebody's a CEO's pocket or whatever. You're mm-hmm. literally helping people like us pay our bills mm-hmm. or be able to you know go on a trip after we get done with the holidays mm-hmm. with our family or whatever mm-hmm. so um yeah support local small business buy local buy local cool good answer yeah well go stl yeah. oh yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> well thanks for coming over patrick yeah, thanks, thanks for, for the hot chocolate this is fun yeah. and then, i don't know cool. if i can leave yeah, yeah, i know we'll just have to stay a little now. longer <laughs> that's all right cool mm-hmm. All right, done. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to tune in next week to another podcast episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. In the meantime, be sure to get out there and eat stuff. Cheers. Cheers.